Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. I'm with Andy Shea. Ross Tucker will be along for quarter number two and quarter number three coming up shortly. But first, Andy, you ready to talk some Penn State news? Let's do it, Jimmy. I am ready. All right, let's start with this. Uh, James Franklin met the media Wednesday of this week. And surprise, surprise, the topic was NIL. And it just, it seems like James Franklin is always lobbying for something, whether it's better facilities, more money for his coaches, and himself. Now, this year, the topic is NIL, and he seemed to be responding, well, he was asked about it, to be fair. The the media, rightfully so, was asking about Ryan Day came out last week and mentioned that his team needed $13 million just to keep his team intact. In other words, to keep other teams from raiding his roster. When James Franklin was asked about it, he said they would need at least as much as the other teams are raising. What's your take on uh, James Franklin's response to NIL? Well, in some respects, he's not, he's not wrong. Um, this is not a you know, develop a plan in 18 months and then execute it the next 18 months. Um, One of the things he, in terms of use, was, you know, this was yesterday. We need to be, you know, this is happening. This is, and I don't know if it's yesterday, but I definitely think it's here and now. And the, the, the money part of it is the big picture. I think where James' passion in this comes from and, the sort of, you know, the evaluation that he was making and when he was talking to the media, and you could see he was like, you know, he had some passion and he was, you know, a little bit fired up, was, you know, recruiting is his strength and he is very keenly aware of the shifts in college football, particularly when they impact recruiting. And he's not wrong that NIL is having a yesterday impact on recruiting overall I think I don't know if it's an all yesterday thing I think some of it is here today but generally speaking James is not wrong and the money in college football we've known it has always been through the roof and this shouldn't be unexpected this is a new addition to college football that's a revenue stream of course the money's going to be through the roof College football is a money-making machine. And James is right. I'm sorry. He's not 100% right in my opinion, but James is very keenly aware and has a good feel for what's going on, and he he's not far off. I'll tell you that, Jimmy. Well, let's talk about this and where Penn State fits in this world. We're, we hear stories of, you know, the oil guys at Texas and Texas A&M. The rumor is that there was a big-time quarterback that was given or promised $8 million to go to Tennessee. So that's that's what you're competing against. And some of it, I think, is going to be based on the attitude 
of the fan base and the alumni and the donors. And let me read you one of the questions we received from one of our listeners. I'm just going to read you his first sentence. Being a traditionalist, almost nothing gets my blood boiling more than stories about school supporters allegedly offering $8 million to a high school quarterback to come play for their school. Now, does Penn State have a problem with a the mindset at Penn State and a mindset of we're traditionalists, we kind of like tied to the old ways of doing things, and this newfangled NIL thing, we don't like it, so we're not going to go down that path. I will say listen, for Penn State fans, listen to the voice of your coach if you are, and they generally are a more traditional you know, fan base. But I think if you listen to your coach from yesterday, his words are, this is no long haul. It, it needs to be now. College football has changed probably more in the last five years than it has in maybe the previous 20. That is accurate. NIL is not long haul. Traditionalist and patience and time is going to lose in this sprint. This is, this is not a marathon. Name, image, and likeness and the impact it's having on college football. We're seeing it, Jimmy. It's a sprint. It is not a long haul. So it can boil your blood, but it also can send you into a, a really fast spiral that produces mediocrity on a season-over-season basis faster than you might think. What I believe the Penn State fan base and specifically big donors have to realize is this is now the reality of college football. Like it or not, it is the reality and it is the arms race. I find it interesting, you know, where I'll disagree with James Franklin about it being a yesterday story in that Yesterday, the 22 recruiting class from James Franklin was one of his best ever, okay? NIL or not. So far, class of 23 looks pretty good also. So he has been able to recruit in this environment, but NIL is going to steadily become more of an issue. And I'm not positive of this. I'm not sure we'll ever get the facts on this. But Rodney Gallagher was a major recruit Penn State was after, and he was a Pennsylvania recruit out of the Pittsburgh area. He chose West Virginia, and the word was even well before his commitment that NIL would be a big part of his decision. So is, is that the first case where we have Penn State losing out on a recruit because of NIL? I... I don't think it was completely an NIL. I'm not going to say that. I think that's a that's a step too far for me right now. I think geography did play a big role, but I also think NIL played a big role as well. But I don't put it as a solo loss on that front. But it was a factor. It was 100% a factor, and he made it known. He was not – it wasn't like a – you know, behind cloak and dagger doors, Wizard of Oz type thing. He made it known that, you know, you know, name, image, and likeness was an important component for him. I, I wouldn't say solely. I, that's you could go there, Jimmy, because you're the Penn State fan, and you should go there. And I love that. Um, 
And and it probably was a, a major reason. I'm not saying it's the only reason. Was the only my point is it's probably not the only reason. And and you're probably right. I don't think NIL will ever be the only reason. However, when you know the quarterback who allegedly is committed to Tennessee and getting an eight million dollar NIL commitment, you know what? This may have been a player who never gave Tennessee a second thought, but I would imagine any player in the country, in fact, I'll say any person in the country who was offered $8 million, all of a sudden Tennessee would look very good. I suspect, Andy, if you were all of a sudden offered a job in Tennessee that was offering you $8 million, you'd consider Tennessee. So You're not wrong, I, I don't. You're not wrong, I, sir. I, you know, I don't have a problem with these kids, you know, doing that because just think in your own situation, if you were offered another job somewhere else for eight million, it's going to be tempting. So before you are critical of the uh, of players, remember that put yourself in their shoes. A couple other quick notes: we're talking wide receiver recruit with Rodney Gallagher. Penn State put out a, a new offer recently. Interesting player, Yazid Haynes. He's from Lansdale, North Penn High School in Pennsylvania. That's outside of Philadelphia. 6'1", 170-pound uh, recruit who previously had been committed to Rutgers, but his, uh, his recruitment has been blown up going to several camps. In fact, earlier this week, Richie Snyder Wright, our recruiting guy from rivals he predicted Haynes would be committing to Penn State soon appears to be not a bad consolation prize after losing out on Gallagher Andy so yeah Gallagher uh uh Haynes committed to Rutgers right and then decommitted from Rutgers and then Penn State offered him like in short order right and it's probably what he was looking for and what he wanted originally, but he was going to take what he could, could, could get. He is, he fits the mold of, a you know, he's, he's fast, right? Like he's fast. He's not overtly big. And Penn state has done exceedingly well with those receivers in the last, you know, three to five years, right? They've done exceedingly well with those receivers. Then shortly after Penn state offers, he's on camp. Now he has an official visit lined up. Remember, I will just say this about him, and your recruiting guy at Ravels is probably right. Geography, right? North Penn, Philadelphia area, Rutgers, geography. Penn State, geography. Minnesota's also in the mix, and I, I think there's a little more opportunity at, at Minnesota because they are, they are ridiculously thin at the wide receiver position, roster-wise there now. Penn State has a much more robust wide receiver roster. Geography, geography, geography. So... I think another speedy, not as quite as big wide receiver, Penn State's developing him. And, and it seems like he wanted to go there all along. It, it does, and hopefully we'll be seeing a commitment there, perhaps even in the next few days, Andy, as he comes in for his official visit. I believe it's this weekend. One final note for you, because I know you're a big fan. Damian Robinson the former five-star recruit out of high school in Maryland who went to Maryland initially, entered the transfer portal, is moving to Penn State, position of need at defensive end. Uh, 
Andy, uh, that was a big get for Penn State. They re- that's filling a hole. I- I'm just going to say this, Jimmy. Based on what I what you can what has been put on tape by each of these guys at Penn State, you've got the DNs, you've got Robinson, Nick Tarburton, Isaac, and Smith Vilber. What is on tape? Robinson, in my opinion, he's immediately defensive one among this group. Immediately, like he's on campus now. He's the best defensive end they have. And obviously, as you mentioned, that's a place where depth is an issue at the very least. I think uh, part of that uh, two-deep rotation, that's the minimal we expect from him. And he could be the next outstanding. The one thing for those who want Arnold Ibikidi, remember, Ibikidi was probably close to finished product when he got to Penn State. Uh, Robinson might take a little longer to get there. That is it for quarter number one. Stick around. Ross is showing up for quarter number two. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lions' soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. 